back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Extra Life podcast, the most controversial podcast in gaming. My name is Hattie, now reformed, and I am joined by Halo enthusiast Christian. Yes, yourself. I am here today, and I am now a Halo fanboy 2.0 because I always was, and now I'm a bigger one. I mean, everyone's a Halo, everyone's a Halo fanboy at some point. I mean, everyone was 13, so you know. <laughs> yes, but today, today I ascended to 2.0 fanboy baby, and now I'm he's excited. 26. I'm 27. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, we we've been we've been given a lot of good feedback on our podcast and i just want to thank everyone who listened to our first podcast thank you so much for all the feedback that you've given it actually means a whole lot to us we like we were so excited we we're just like let's look at everyone saying so nice things it was just like yes we i definitely definitely do appreciate everyone who gave us feedback it's like 99% it's been mostly positive feedback and honestly was not expecting that with episode 1 it, it it's like huge it was like uh it, it touched my heart so well i loved it it, it was so nice our heartstrings a little bit so thank you to everyone who, who joined us for episode one and now enjoy episode two of extra life podcast so let's get things rolling last week we each said that we were gonna play a game uh for yes, this sir. coming weeks mine was hades christians yours was Played some uh, Back for Blood. Back for Blood. Christian, do you want to yes, go sir. first? Because I, I took it away last time. So if you wanna... Yeah, I could, I could talk for, about uh, Back for Blood. So <laughs> Back, Back for Blood. Um, it was made, I believe, by some like ex-Left 4 Dead developers. Like it, It's pretty much a spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. But it, it's honestly didn't hit everything that I wanted it to. So... Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was disappointed too when I played it. But hear me out. So it's not all bad. Um, gameplay feels exactly like Left 4 Dead. So that was nice. It was nice playing that type of game again with like newer generation consoles and stuff. So like it definitely felt good. Um, story wise was okay. I mean, it's pretty much like Left 4 Dead, how you had an act, you would go in, finish the act, get to a safe house, continue your progress. Um, cool thing they added was uh these like deck building mechanics so each run was like a roguelike type game so if you did fail the act you would actually have to start over and that's where your deck building comes in and like you have all these nice perks some offer amazing buffs some come with debuffs like it's fantastic but where it disappoints me is it's like it's a laggy mess right now and like no are you serious yeah, I had a lot of lag issues. Wait, were you playing? Wait, is it only PS exclusive or I'm no? Sorry. Um, so I was playing on Xbox One, and oh, okay. I did a little bit of solo. Solo was okay. Uh, okay. A lot of the issues stemmed on multiplayer. Like it's just a laggy mess. Like one minute you're like shooting the these zombies, and then next minute you're like pinged halfway across the map, and that that kind of upset me. But I mean, all in all, like it was it's a solid Left 4 Dead esque game. Like it's really fun to play. Uh, if you, I do recommend doing it solo until they maybe come out with some patches to fix the game for multiplayer wise. 
But other than that, like it's it's just left for dead with some deck building. Like it's nice. It's it's fun. I enjoyed it. I unfortunately could not beat Act Four for the life of me. So oh, I, no. <laughs> I yeah, I just I couldn't fucking beat it. I just I, I kept dying on it. So like I never fully finished the game. But all, all in all, it was a solid game for me. I enjoyed my time with it. I definitely will be going back to it once it gets fixed. Um, one other good thing I got to point out here too is it's cross play or cross platform, I should say. And it's flawless. Like it is executed Ooh. flawlessly. Like developers so need to take note. So it's like Xbox and PlayStation? Xbox, PlayStation, PC, fully cross platform. And it's like super smooth. Like you don't even know you're playing with PC guys or PlayStation guys. Like they, you immediately you get into a lobby, they'll, they'll fill you up and then boom, you're done. You're in the game. And it's super smooth, full voice support. Like I know some games don't offer that at the moment. Like full voice support and everything. So really good all in all. Um, if I were to rate the game, uh, unfortunately, I think it's going to land at like a six out of ten for me. Like, yeah. I wonder, I wonder yeah. if the lag related issues is maybe a something like with like the Nintendo online services or B, it's because of the cross play aspect. I wonder if that has to do anything within I'm I'm going to say it's it's probably the cross platform cuz like it, it it's hard to manage a server with three different, you know. That's true. That's so true. Devices trying to get into it, so I can't imagine it's easy. I can't wait but they, I until mean, they add Nintendo support so that it uh, runs at 2.2 frames a yeah. second. But hey, my my opinion might change if there's some patches coming out in, in like the later weeks or months and I give it another go, my my opinion might change. But for now, I'm sticking with the six and a half. And but yeah, back for blood. Six and a half for me. Dang, that's yeah. that's that's really unfortunate. Well, my week was filled, filled to the brim with games. I actually have two for this week. I didn't tell Ooh. you. This. I Ooh, actually you have two. a bonus. I have a bonus. So first, let's talk about the one that I was talking about initially, which okay. is Hades. Okay. Hades. What a phenomenal game. Like, that game is so good. Like, the art style, the combat, like, like the boss fights, they're all, like, like all together. It's just, like, a beautiful, beautiful, hard, great rogue game. I, I'm a big fan of Binding of Isaac. I think I said this last time. I'm a huge Binding of Isaac fan. It was, it was a really fun game that I used to play all the time with my brother. And, and and like honestly this 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 delivers uh where i kind of do fall on some points is the rogue like the the randomness can get a little bit stale it's like it's yeah. not as i it's not as diverse as binding of isaac because like there's only like three bosses for like the first level or at least that i've seen maybe there's more as you progress but like and then like like the upgrades they're not really that because like i think i've seen every upgrade i've done so that's really that really kind of was a little bit disappointing but i was i was i was super thrilled to to play it and it was so much fun i like i spent hours on that game i told you dude when i when you said you were playing that game a couple weeks ago i told you you were gonna have a great time with it i did 80s I 80s a, is fun what a phenomenal game that is um so I'm gonna if I were to give this a rating, I would give this a nine. Nine out of ten. Oh. Strong nine. Let me just say this a strong oh, nine. It man. does this that point. 
does lose that point because it's not as diverse as I would hope to, it to be. Binding of Isaac has like it's hard to live up to Binding of Isaac standards because that has like a million bosses, yeah. a million items, and, and like the stats always are different, and like they also have different characters. So it's hard to be that diverse. But honestly, like every aspect of Hades was very good. And I'm, I'm sorry I'm comparing it to Binding of Isaac. I just really like that game. It's, I, I do think it, it's a good comparison. Uh, if you played Dead Cells, it would have been a much better comparison. But I have played Dead Cells as well. So, I mean, okay, I, I, so... I, and I do I do feel I mean, like they're very similar in, in those types of ad, in that yeah. aspect where it's not as diverse, but like it's still, it is still randomized for everyone's yeah. enjoyment. 100%. So. But Binding though, great game. Loved it. Great game. When I, when I review it again, because I know I'm going to bite on the Switch, I'm going to give that one a 10. All right, uh, Addy. So, I'm ready for the second game. Well, I'm the ready. Second one. Are you guys ready for this? Are you guys ready for this? The second game that I played was Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Now, I've been told... Ooh. Ooh. Time that this is the long, that this is the best Assassin's Creed game out there. And I'm about to say it, guys. I'm about to say it. I didn't want to have to say it. It's not the best Assassin's Creed out there. It's Thank not. You. Thank you. I don't think it's the best either. So many people were hyping this game up saying, oh man, this is the, it's, it's so much better than 1 and 2. Maybe it's like the best newest Assassin's Creed game. I haven't really played. I've played up till 3. So I played Assassin's Creed 1, Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, Re Revelations, and then 3. And then that I stopped with 3. Um, so I played all of Ezio, and I played all of Altair, and I played Connor's story. So I didn't play. I didn't play anything after that. So Black Flag, I like. I got back into it, and I remember why I stopped playing Assassin's Creed because it it is it is a very repetitive game. I wish I could yeah. say more on Assassin's Creed. I will say that the Assassin's Creed story was way better. I think that this is probably the strongest story that Assassin's Creed has had. I, I was more invested with the characters. I, I liked them more. I was sad when someone was you know, when someone died or whatever. So like I they did have more of an emotional investment than the other Creed games. But it, it still it still felt lacking in like because I felt like the gameplay wasn't that all polished. It was very, very like repetitive and you kept having like to do this stuff and then like on the final mission i realized even with all that extra grinding of like doing extra side missions my ship still was not good enough to to beat the final boss so i had to swim all the way around and that took like 30 minutes to like the final stage it was awful it was Ugh. terrible and i was it was it really ruined that for me what also, uh, what what console did you play it on i played it on the switch Switch? Okay, so you play the Switch port. Okay. Oh, uh, by the way, let me say, the Switch port was phenomenal. I, like, and it, I have it to say, it, 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 it ran at like a solid like 40 frames almost the oh, entire wow. time. Which okay. is great. That, that was, that was, I was shocked. It felt like I was playing on like a normal PC like, standard or another no, no, normal console standard, I should say. Uh, but yeah, it's just... It, the animus story really is a letdown every single time. It's never good because, like, of spoilers for those who have not played Assassin's Creed. We said this last time. If you don't want spoilers, leave now because we are gonna be spoiling yes. stuff. So spoilers for the spoiled. Assassin's Creed Three. 
Damien dies. So the main character, so the oh, whole point God. of Assassin's Creed is that you're this guy named Damien. Or was it his name? Was his name Damien? Or something? It was something Dude, with a D. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh, I mean, I mean, I haven't Damien. played Assassin's Creed since three, right, so Assassin's Creed. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Desmond. <laughs> his name was Desmond. It was not Desmond. Damien. Desmond Miles. So you're this guy named Desmond, and you have like your parents, like like your ancestors are all assassins, and uh, basically you, you then fight the the Templars in the real world because they are like the bad guys, and he dies in the third game to save the world, and then in the fourth game they basically find his body, take all of take his brain, and just upload it to another Animus. and now the Templars have it. So yeah. all that <laughs> was was void and then basically now like the new like rep like rogue and black flag uh so those two um take place in this company called abstergo um so now you're a completely different guy you don't talk you don't have any personality and then you just explore desmond's memories still (laughs) because they still need him i guess they couldn't get rid of the animus aspect, and that story was so bad. I it was one of the most boring stories out there, and I'm sorry to all the Assassin's Creed fans. It was just a giant letdown for all the. I still think Listen, we don't we don't have to apologize. Yeah, we don't we don't <laughs> have to apologize. Uh, Ubisoft, I mean, still cashing in that check. How many years later? Exactly. Uh, so if I were to give Assassin's Creed Black Flag a out of ten, I think I'd have to give it a five. Lowest one so far. It is the five. lowest one so far. I kind, I kind I really, of agree I, with. Let me that just one. say, all those five points was the story, because that story <laughs> yeah. is phenomenal. If I was just basing on story alone, I'd give it a nine. Yes. If well, it was unfortunately, like movie, we can't just base games on story. <laughs> I mean, like the story of the actual pirate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I know what you mean. Not the animus part. That I give like a solid zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm actually I'm actually pretty interested to know what our first ten's gonna be. That that's actually kind of exciting to know. I can't wait. Like it's, it's probably gonna be binding of Isaac. <laughs> uh, maybe. I mean it's such I a good game. We don't know. <laughs> uh when I replay so... it, I'll give it a ten for all the binding fans out there. <laughs> Uh, All right, so I guess that that wraps it up for uh, what we played for the last couple weeks. Yes, and we're going to move right into gaming news. We actually have breaking news. Came out fresh five hours ago. have breaking uh, news. We have two. Uh, would you would you like to take away the first one? I'm, I'm pretty sure you're more excited about the first oh, one. I'm so. so excited about the first one. So... Remember how in the beginning of the podcast I referred to Christian as Halo Boy? Well, now I'm yeah, a little bit buddy. of a Halo Boy myself because it sounds like Halo TV series is coming in 2022. Today, Halo announced or released a teaser trailer with it looked like Master Chief, and actually, there it was Master Chief because it like the voice said, "Yes, it was." It said, "Welcome back, Chief," or whatever, whatever she oh. said. Gave me chills. Gave me actual chills. So cool. Uh, Paramount's doing it. Uh, It's going to be probably on Paramount Plus because I saw the little sign. So we'll have to see more information about that. But that's all we know so far. I'm very excited. Um, 
surface. Like, I think this, if done correctly, like, I know a lot of video game, like, in movies and TV shows aren't done that well. If this is done correctly, this is going to be a phenomenal show. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for this one myself, too. Uh, I haven't seen much, like, video game adaptations to shows, but when I saw this come out, I'm like, I gotta see it. Like, I have to see this one through, and... The fact that Paramount picked it up, it's it's gotta be good. Like it's gonna be good. Didn't Paramount do the Assassin's Creed movie? Is that a different studio? It might be a different studio. Don't quote me on it. I'm not hundred percent sure. <laughs> we don't know. This is yeah, a we don't movie know. podcast. Yes, but uh so forgettable. But sticking though. sticking with the uh the Halo news here, something that I didn't expect to be this excited about, but on top of the teaser we got for the show, Halo Infinite decided, hey, we love you guys so much. And today's the 20 year anniversary for Xbox and mm-hmm. Halo. They're like, you know what? You guys get Halo Infinite multiplayer right now. We get the full multiplayer experience, every map, the battle pass, every single thing we got today. Like the moment. They, the words came out of their mouth. It dropped on Game Pass. And I can't tell you how fast I got on my phone and remote downloaded that game. Like, unbelievably fast. Yeah, I, I was like, I saw that a lot of people on Twitter were talking about it and were really, really happy with it. Everyone... I, personally, I personally didn't uh, play it yet. So I'm, I don't know too much. So I have seen a little bit of people playing it on Twitch. That's besides the point. You don't get the same experience in watching people play video games. That's respectable. I understand that statement. But uh, but yeah, I, I played like maybe I want to say like two hours of it so far since I've been home. And literally the only reason I stopped was to do this today. Like if if there was nothing else on my <laughs> schedule today, I would still be playing it. Like it's honestly, in my opinion, it's it's gonna make COD and Battlefield look bad. Like it's it's flawlessly released. As what he's of saying now. is what he's saying is that if if this show didn't exist, he would uh, he would be still playing Halo. So we're gonna start blaming you guys for for our or for our issues. <laughs> it's your fault that he is not playing Halo. How dare you? Uh, yeah, well, I wouldn't Who's go that specifically far. specifically like, listening right now? How dare you? Listen, I already love the community we have for this podcast, so like, <laughs> I'd much rather be recording episodes all day long. <laughs> Instead of listening to 12-year-olds like scream like, Oh my god, I got that kill! <laughs> Pretty scream. much. Except it's it's a lot better. It's better. Oh man. So yeah, so that's the breaking news for that stuff. You know, it's Halo. It's it's amazing. Exciting. You gotta it's love exciting. It. Um I, I'm not the biggest Halo fan, but I know that a lot of people get excited for it. And I'm, I'm glad that a lot of people are happy with this. So yeah. Uh let's move on to our normal news segment. That was a little bit of a special breaking news section for that. Yes. It's a beautiful one. Christian, would you like to take it away with this first one? Sure. So um, it's been confirmed now. I believe this news came out last week, but um, mm-hmm. Overwatch and Diablo 4 are now going to be delayed. Uh, it was expected to be coming out in 2022. 
especially Overwatch 2, because uh, right before the Overwatch League season ended, they said the next season was going to be played on Overwatch 2, and now it's getting delayed for a whole year. So now we're not most likely not seeing any of those two games come out till 2023. Uh, we didn't get any kind of statement as to why they're doing this, but if I was to speculate, maybe they just want to polish it up better. Like that, that's my opinion, maybe. Like they, or, they, uh, let me take the devil, not devil's advocate. Let me just go one step further. They are overworking their staff. And dare I say it, Blizzard's being shitty again. Uh, well, it could Diablo's, be another thing, too. Yeah. Uh, so um, probably said that they were going to release it and it's nowhere near done. That's probably what the actual reason is. Because it's the same thing that happened with Cyberpunk, why there's like a million... So, I actually am very passionate about this, so I'm not going to get too into it for right now. I'm just going to talk about delays, like, for right now, because we're obviously going to talk about that for another podcast episode. But for right now, let me just talk about game delays. It is A, the the, um, producer's faults, and then B, the consumer. So, like, the producer's fault for saying, hey, it's going to release on this day, when you obviously know that it's not going to release on this day. Just don't do that, because then it gets the consumer happy, and then once if the consumer finds out it's not going to be released on that day, they're going to get pissed, and then they're going to, then the pro- producers are going to be, well, now we got to move it up and start rushing things, and that's why we have messes like uh, Fallout 76, and we also have Cyberpunk 2077. Stuff like that is why, like, I feel like it's two separate parts. I don't want to get too into it, but I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm no, I... No, I I kind of feel you on that, and I and I do agree with you. Like it's when you when a company or I guess the producer when they state a game is gonna come out when either a you don't really know if it's gonna be ready or b like you're you're just saying that to like give like get a thumbs up from your investors kind of it puts so much more stress on everybody, and then you get rushed games. So like. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll take a deeper dive in this on another day, but I, I do agree with what you're saying on that, like with game delays, I should say. I just wish that it, like game delays are fine. Just then don't tell people like don't keep delaying it or better yet. Just tell people a real date. If it's got to be pushed two years back, push it two years back. Don't tell people to be pushed to a month, then another month and then another month for two years. Because then you're gonna obviously gonna have to rush stuff. People yeah. are gonna get really mad. Uh, sorry, I just, just had to talk. About no, you're that. good, man. It's when when you're passionate about something, you, you, got, you, you can just speak. Exactly. Uh, so another bit of news: Fortnite will shut down in China. Estimate day is on November fifteenth. Uh, reason for this: I mean, Fortnite was never as big as PUBG. PUBG was just bigger in China and. It, it was bigger here so i mean yeah i mean uh so long for here anyways i don't yeah i forget uh i forget which uh which like chinese uh service like runs fortnite over there but they they pretty much run like all all of the brs over there so like fortnite apex PUBG, all those things and just for some reason just just Fortnite never took off. Like they poured all of their resources into PUBG. It's much bigger over there. 
And same with Apex. And once Apex got announced that it was getting a mobile game, they're like, we're we're not even gonna bother with it. So like, mm. it's whatever. It, it is, I mean, yeah, we it's, talked it's about whatever. this last time. Yeah. We talked about this last time. That's not gonna diminish their money pockets. They're oh, all yeah. all three of those games care. are loaded, loaded <laughs> exactly. with cash. So I don't even think it really that matters that much. Yeah, no, uh, it definitely doesn't. No, it. Uh, GTA Trilogy. Moving on. GTA Trilogy has a rocky, rocky start. Have you seen oh, like the pictures? I did. I it's did, so and it's rough. So I it's actually, hilarious. I downloaded um, San Andreas because it got it got released on Game Pass, and I, I just wanted to give it like you know quick twenty minute nostalgic play at the time. Booted from the it GTA up. Trilogy, or is this? The... Yeah, it's, it's it's from the GTA trilogy. So for some reason, just San San Andreas got released on Game Pass. Gotcha. Uh, so I played it a little bit, and my God, it literally gave me a headache. It's so bad, and like you know the why? textures, everything. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm gonna take a shot here. Someone said it's because it's a mobile port of the yes. game. Yes, it's a mobile. Well, it's not a mobile port. It's a mobile company doing the remaster, and it looks oh it too. You can God. tell that those are mobile NPCs. They look like mobile NPCs because if you didn't know, mobile is not fit to run PC games. It's just not how that typically works. That's... See, so, I thought that was a rumor. Oh, that's real. That's a hundred percent real. They had a mobile company do the remaster. At least I That's think it's bad. real. I've heard like a million. Like I read about it, so someone someone said it, and then I read it, and it might be wrong. Who knows? I mean, from the way it looks, I honestly wouldn't put it past that it was I like. Either. But uh, it did it did get pulled from uh, Rockstar's website, I believe, like their launcher. It got pulled for a few days. Like they pulled it out of circulation to try to fix it and put like a quick fix in it or a hot fix. Uh, it just recently, like I think yesterday or today, just came back to being able to purchase on Rockstar. But like the fact that they pulled it off the website is crazy. Like they it's, should know. I'm sorry. It's just like one of these things that like you can see the work that you are doing, and if it doesn't look good, don't release it. <laughs> I don't I know, know what to tell. I, I just said this, but don't release your work if it's not good. It's it's so <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yeah, uh, literally, just as simple as that. Um, want to take it away for this next one? Sure. So this one is actually a little bit of sad news and kind of a little bit of Halo stuff too. So, um, come January thirteenth of twenty twenty two, Halo three, the server is officially going to be shut down on three sixty. Sad day. Sad day, but I mean, I could see why it has to be done. But they gotta, yeah. they gotta have new servers for this. These new high-end games. I mean, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's playing it. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's as simple as that. They're just pulling the plug on the server. But I mean, we got loads of fun from that, and I mean, Infinite's out. So who's really gonna be playing Halo Three? You know. That's so true. <laughs> no one, literally, uh, no one would really care about that. At least not yes. that I know of. Um, uh, do you want to take this next one away, or you want me to continue? You can continue, because I'm not so familiar with this one. Uh, Alright, so I don't have too much information on this, other than 
what I'm about to say, but uh, an update from last episode when we talked about FIFA and EA splitting up. So 2K Sports is actually in talks now with FIFA to get the licensing. Um, well, let me just say this. I don't know too much about this, but 2K makes so much better sports games than yeah. EA ever will. And I'm I agree. so happy. I'm so happy that 2K will get well, if if the talks go well, that two K will get the FIFA license. If they I think can, oh yeah, for sure. If they can somehow get the right number in, and two K can pick up the FIFA license, I honestly think, like, NHL might follow suit, and I can see Madden also following after. Because I mean, if you've ever played two uh, K for basketball, it's a great game. I'm not a huge basketball guy, but I thoroughly enjoy playing two K. And if we get that with FIFA and then we get it with NHL and Madden, oh my god, it's it's gonna change sports games. It's gonna I'd make them playable. Be so happy if they if 2K gets FIFA. Not that I'm the biggest FIFA fan, but I just don't like EA. Fuck EA. That's, yeah, that's honestly. Fuck EA except for skate three. Like except for <laughs> skate three. And Mirror's Edge. And Mirror's Edge. Yes, and Mirror's Edge, two. sorry. Uh <laughs> the only two. Uh <laughs> Next bit of news, BioWare shared a teaser showing that Mass Effect will continue. Yes. Uh, so are you a Mass Effect guy? I played one game. You played one? Okay, <laughs> I played so Andromeda. I... Ugh, the worst one. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I played it because um, it was garbage. I was I'm just terrib- like, terribly sorry you had to play that. <laughs> but um, I played the Mass Effect trilogy so many times i'm talking when day one releases for them when we got the remasters on the xbox one i played them like i love the mass effect trilogy with everything and when i saw this just randomly pop up on my twitter feed the other day i was like oh my god there's no way i thought it was a troll so i took a little bit of a deep dive into it and no it it's gonna continue and actually um I'll see if I could try to tweet a picture of it later on today. But in the teaser photo, if you actually zoom in, you can see some like little bit of clues from the original trilogy in there. And even like the tweet, the initial tweet that they put out, they were like, oh, by the way, don't zoom in on the picture. So obviously everyone zoomed in on the picture. But uh, it's it's just great news. It's great to hear that Mass Effect might be going back in the right direction because Andromeda was asked. Might be might be that's the key word might yes keyword is might so like if you hear me like three months from now saying fuck mass effect you know why (laughs) (laughs) god i hope it comes to that like like cut back to episode two we're 40 episodes in and there's a whole episode dedicated to bio just shitting on bioware and mass effect that'd be so funny uh Uh, also, a little bit of sad news. Jump Force will be shut down in 2022. The hit anime fighting game. Well, I can't say hit because it was obviously a miss. But I was I was sad when I saw this come up because like I played the game a little bit. I dabbled in it because I'm, I'm not the biggest like fighting guy. So like I don't play those games. But that was fun. Like that that was honestly a fun game. And I was really bummed out when I heard the servers are going offline. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's it's rare for like, especially for like for anime games, like you don't have like those like Smash types. Like I wish there was like a Deku versus like I don't know Saitama. 
I know that it will never yeah. happen, but like like Smash game, like where you could just like get like brawl. But this was the closest thing that will get to it. This is more Mortal Kombat fighting than anything. But it was it was fun. I played a little bit of it, but unfortunately, I just never really picked up. So looks like it's gonna be shut down. It's just another one of those sad news where, like, you know, they pull the plug on a game. And, I mean, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Jump Force came out 2018, maybe? Around there? Uh, so, like, it, it's not like it's an a super old game, you know? So, like, it, it's weird that it had this short life cycle, you know? I can look it up, but I don't know yeah. when it was. 2019. 2019, okay, yeah. Short lifespan, but well, it will be forever known, be ever uh, more more memorialized. Uh, yeah, in the, I mean, uh, we're, we're, if for some reason, for some reason, if it still does have that fan base, and like you know, if there is tournaments for it, obviously you can still do land with it, but just yeah. it just sucks that the it, online services is gone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for this last bit of news, I'll let you take this away because I didn't even know about this till today. So, oh, this is so good. Elden Ring, the game that everyone has been talking about besides Halo, has finally (laughs) released the gameplay, like a 20 minute gameplay, and then also gave, I think, actual YouTubers the game to play. And it looks good. It looks, it's looking crisp, boys. I think we're gonna be get fed good tonight. It's it looking for like another Dark Souls esque game, um, like with that type of world building, and it's beautiful and the fighting looks good. I'm a big Dark Souls fan. I'm a big Souls like fan. I I've always loved those types of games. Um, so they are they are good. I've only played a few of them, but. They are fun. They are very fun. I played all, I played all three. All three Dark Souls. Except got, Demon Souls. I've not played that. I got halfway through uh, Dark Souls 2, broke two controllers, and then I played... <laughs> <laughs> I played a little bit of Bloodborne and didn't want to break a controller, so I stopped. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 don't, I don't get mad at those games because like, I did so many stupid things. Like I think it was like the first playthrough I did on Twitch. You guys don't know that was that's where I started. I started uh playing Dark Souls, Dark Souls One. I just Ooh, I, like nice. my literally my first stream. I just fell off the map. I think like thirty times. I'm, I'm not even <laughs> kidding. That's like, so uncoordinated. I was I was I was crying in laughter. It was fun though. I, I had a lot of fun playing all those games, and so I have high expectations for Elden Ring. It seems like it's coming along nicely. I heard it was recently delayed, but they did give us gameplay. They showed us that it is coming along. There's solid concrete proof. I mean, YouTubers are literally playing it, so hopefully we're going to get it early 2022, and it'll be good. Otherwise, you know... Very, very exciting. Otherwise, it can be like Bioware. We're going to have a dual session. Bioware with their with their uh, Mass Effect, and then we're going to have Elden Ring just also shed on as well. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so I think uh, I think that wraps it up for the news this week. You know, a lot of juicy stuff. A lot of juicy lots stuff of today. Juicy stuff today. <clears throat> so I know we haven't been talking much about it this episode yet, but we actually do have the big meat of the episode. It's yes. Couch co-op games. 
If you don't know, that's where my name comes from. Battle Block Theater, a couch co-op game. Uh, if you don't know what a couch co-op game is, it's basically a game that you can generally two people. Sometimes it could be up to four, you know. Um, and you just you just sit down, and it's like typically like it like it's just like puzzles where you all have to work together to get through the level. So it's gonna be like you're it's well maybe not it takes two, but like any game that where you're sitting down together, that's a couch co-op game. Yes, and not. And not online. I can't stress oh. this enough. It's not online. It's literally called couch co-op for a reason. You are at your buddy's house or you're at your house. You guys are chilling on the couch, chilling on a bed, sitting on the floor. I don't care what you're doing. You are physically with someone else playing on the same console, same screen. That is a couch co-op. Yes. And they're all so much fun. I I grew up playing couch co-op games well typically by myself but you know more or less than started playing with other people they're fun uh battle block theater is the game that inspired my name it's a uh, kind of considered couch co-op there is an online thing so that kind of takes points but i didn't play the online uh it was mainly just uh me and my brother and we played and it was fun it was a lot of fun uh that's what i like to hear i uh I didn't have too much experience at like younger stages with couch co-op only because um, I mean, you, you heard me talk about it. The first episode, like didn't really play that much in the beginning. It was just me, my Nintendo 64 and Ocarina of Time. So <laughs> I, di I didn't like get to dabble too much into it, but I will say and I consider this a couch co-op game. I don't know if other people will, but the Mario Party games, everyone freaking yeah. loves that. And I'm talking all the ones before, I guess, the one that got released on either. Yeah, the one that got released on the Switch, I think, had some online capabilities. But before that, it was literally well. before that, you literally four controllers in the GameCube or the N64 the Wii, like whatever it was, it was four controllers, four people. You're playing in someone's house. Like Mario Party was the go-to, I guess, couch co-op for me for a while, which was fun. I loved Mario also, Party. Also, Sonic Battle Mode, Sonic Adventure Two Battle Mode. Yes. Oh my yes. god, that that, that, that was that's one of the greatest. <laughs> just, just like whoever would beat the crap out of each other first. Yeah, pretty much, that's, that's what it went. Oh, okay, so I actually I have a question for you. Okay. So, one of possibly my favorite couch co-op games I've played, mm -hmm. and this was for uh, PS2 era, and then I believe it got onto the 360 later. Have you ever heard of a game called Time Splitters? I haven't. I haven't. Okay, Sounds vaguely so familiar. Time Splitters 2, I played that game into the freaking ground. Like, that <laughs> game is so fun. And it's the best couch co-op game I've played, like, back then. So it's, it's like, full split screen, but, like, it was the worst kind of split screen, too. So, like, it was a vertical split, not a horizontal oh, split. Oh, no! Yeah. But it didn't matter, because that is how fun this game was. And... <laughs> 
So like once you beat the story, you got to you unlocked um like their uh, party games. That's what they were called. But it was like team deathmatch against bots and stuff like that. Oh, my God. It was absolutely crazy. The characters in that game like literally ranged from like an undead uh, clown to a literal chimpanzee. Like the, the game was nutty. <clears throat> absolutely nutty of a game. And then um, Time Splitters Future Perfect came out for the uh 360 and then just again phenomenal couch co-op game oh so fun but i i do suggest i suggest you look into it like you you won't be disappointed by watching gameplay of it i'm open to play any couch co-op game because those are i I always have such a fun time playing each game because like it's always such a unique experience too because like they always have to come up with these new puzzles or like depending on what game it is, like Castle Crashers, my one also <laughs> one of my favorite games. It's a great game. Don't say it. Uh, <laughs> I won't say it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those who don't know, uh, Christian likes to refer to Castle Crashers because we've had many talks about this at work. He likes to refer to it as Ass Smashers. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why either. And I, I got you going. I legit got you going. I was, I was going. strongly offended because it's one of my favorite <clears> games. <throat> made by my favorite couch co-op. My favorite game studio in general, The Behemoth. Great studio. They make fire games, Pit People, uh, Battle Block Theater, Castle Crashers. Great games. Oh, man. I, love I, I got you going for a while, too, because I kept hating on... Uh, castle crashers all the time and then i think finally what was it like two months ago i finally admitted i was like hey i actually do thoroughly enjoy the game <laughs> you did you just like you just like i was like people out there really hate castle crashers like it's like such like a such like a nonchalant game like it's so like hard to like shit on it because like there it's like there's not a lot there to you know do like not a lot to like criticize it's just kind of you just beat people up and then you run away and then you beat each other up for the love of the princesses and it's fun it's a lot of fun <laughs> it's, it, it is game. a good game it is a great game thank you uh so what a weird question you wrote so we have a cool talk it says do you think co-op games helped you with irl skills yes uh yeah. my <laughs> would you like to elaborate on this one yeah all right so the way like i formed this question so like it's not so much as like like skills at like what you're thinking it's more or less like so obviously when you're playing like an online game with your buddies or something you're, you're you're sitting in your the comfort of your home you're yelling you're doing whatever the hell you want like it's not like you're like confined or well you are confined but it's it's not like you're in someone else's house so like what I mean by that is like when you would go over your friend's house to play these games and stuff, right? You you, you had to be respectful. Like you couldn't act like how you would at home. That's you know true. Like like you can't really like, you know, say what you what I mean you can if you're joking as like Fred's, but especially like if you're younger, like you can't definitely say like what you wanna say. Um yeah. 
but I don't know why, but my first thing came up uh, in my head was, hey girl, got Battle Block Theater loaded up on the PlayStation downstairs. You want to go play? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is not at all how that uh, question was supposed to be I don't know where that's going. where my head went. That's... <laughs> yeah no I, I i see what you mean but yeah but like th- th- that's what i'm saying and like obviously you know going over your friend's house you know you're you're respecting their parents you're respecting their house and stuff so like it is it's it's teaching you how to behave outside of your own house you know like you're, you're not really getting that like obviously yeah you can go over your friend's house and not play video games and like learn skills from that but I, I think like heat of the moment type stuff when you're playing games, like I know I scream random shit all the time when I'm playing games at home. But like, yeah. I, I truly do think like when I would go over my friend's house and everything and just be in their house playing video games and stuff like it, it, it taught me to be like better manners, I guess, like have better manners at when I'm in someone else's house or with someone else, you know? No, yeah, I, I, I get that. Um like you, there it is a different type of etiquette that you have to say what if you're playing with a game in real life like i, I definitely can't like you know just start cursing someone out like in life because then i'll get punched in the face you know oh, of course of course especially with those types of games because those games get heated especially if you're messing with your friends those are it's the best part when you can mess with your friends in those types of games um i so do you ever feel like these games are uh, like better than playing online instead? Like, do you think like that these games are like, or is it? Do you think it's better to play it in person than the online play? Do you think like that's what kind of makes what a co-op game, a couch game, magical? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. The the memories of being with someone like. Like take let's I'm just gonna use time splitters for an example, right? Like seeing someone's reaction when you pull off some stupid thing that like you you, you like you're not supposed to do this in the game and you just somehow broke it and you're both like physically there experiencing it like firsthand, it's miles better than doing it over a headset. Like, I a hundred percent agree. I think that like there's always something like about you guys completing a journey together as you like you guys are next to each other. Especially like I hate to keep bringing it up, Battle Block Theater. It's like always such like it's such like an emotional journey, and it's like fun. It's witty. It's funny. Uh, yeah. And, it's and hard like, at uh... some points. It's it's like it's like you always you have this like journey, and then you you bond and it's like over multiple days maybe because like i'm assuming you're not playing a game all in one day it's typically exactly. they're longer than two hours so and and like to use another example too uh take mario party right yeah you know how awesome it feels to glow in someone's face when you absolutely wreck <laughs> it's, a minigame? it's so much fun it <laughs> like is you don't so much fun. you don't get that satisfaction when you're home alone on a headset like yeah you can yell into it your mic and be all stressful if like you're in t-mode and someone screams at you to like get a star and then yeah and then it's... you don't get a star it's just it, it's just so much more stressful and then like you just don't get the star and you lose a game end up by losing by one because of the bonus stars at the end of the game and you start crying and then your friend starts yelling at you and you're just like why are you yelling at me i, I tried my best i thought it would be better if we got the two stars together sorry Sorry, I'm on a rant. 
Yeah, no, 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 it's it's all good. But like, it's just it's such a better feeling, like playing these games when you're with your friend. Like, it, it's just miles better. It, it might be like a um like a generational thing too. Like maybe kids prefer it now where they're not at someone's house playing games with them. I don't know. But for me personally, like going going back at it too. Like I'd still rather go to my friend's house and just sit and just play like dumb co-op, uh, co-op games all day long I'd opposed to being to, online with them. I'd have to agree with you. I'd, I'd rather, I mean like even like games like Halo, like if you're playing like just together, like, like the multiplayer one V one in the same room, it's just, it's just such a different experience than playing like with other people. It's like, you get a sense of like, like especially also games like smash as well. You get a sense of like all the hard work that they 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 put into like a character or whatever. And you can you can get that sense of pride like if you beat them and and obviously get the gloating factor. It's, it's all these other things that just make it, it makes the whole the whole experience more magical. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's it's just like it's one of those things where if you didn't grow up playing it. You'll, you'll never understand it. Like, I don't think you will truly understand the significance couch co-op games had at like a very young age. And then to where we are now, like, like I said before, early in the episode, like I'm 27 now, like, yeah. and I still prefer to play couch co-op games. Like I still prefer to go to my friend's house and play some games. And like, funny enough, what I used to do is, uh, even with games like NHL or like Call of Duty, I would physically bring my monitor and my Xbox to my friend's house, <laughs> set up my shit there, and we would just sit there and play all day long just right next to each other. It, it's not technically couch co-op, but it, no, it just but... felt better for us. Like It, it was so much it more is. enjoyable to play at, at a friend's house or he would bring his shit here. Like It just felt so much better doing it like that. And... and I would love to still do it now, but my work schedule says, no, you can't do that, Christian. But, like, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know? It's okay. It's okay. You get the two hours. You get Instead, you get the two hours of Halo instead, you know? You get one or the other. One or the other. One or the other, unfortunately. But, um... Yeah, yeah. I think... Uh, So... Oh, what were we going to say? I'm sorry. You can go. You take it away to wherever you were going to go. Oh, I was just gonna ask, like, uh, do you um, do you think like these like the bigger game companies? Do you think they're like purposely leaving out co-op modes or like you know uh, multiplayer like LAN wise or not LAN but like um, local? There you go. Do you, do you feel like they're leaving it out now? Or... It's hard to say because like obviously they want to cater to more of their demographic. And I know I felt for the longest time for Cuphead to get an online play because it is so like because Cuphead obviously another couch co-op that you can play it is it is only there's no online play to be had with like Cuphead. Uh, sometimes I do feel like in those aspects it is like easier to play online, and obviously companies want to do what makes more money. I mean. I mean, online, it's more accessible to everyone, especially now that we have Discord and you have, like, all these different places where you can meet people online. Maybe they're not so close to you living by, so obviously you want to have that broader area to to have everyone 
play the games together. So I think that game, game companies kind of do. But, like, at the same time, it almost doesn't make sense. Because if someone wants to play a game together, it, it, just, it just doesn't seem like a lot of sense. I guess maybe to enforce people would also buy a copy. But at the same time, you're still getting that one person to play the game. It just, I, I feel like it goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now, to, to add on to that, if we take away the whole COVID thing, right? Like, COVID didn't happen. Do you think companies would be more inclined to leave the, the, um, the local aspect onto it? Or do you think they'd still shy away from it? And just like it's super so, polish online. I mean, companies shy away from it. it it's so hard to find like, couch co-op nowadays. I well, I mean, there's there's a lot out there. I meant like a new one. You know, yeah. I think like the last major one I think was Cuphead, but also I could be wrong. That's the last one I played at least. Uh, but I, I played I that think, one. Uh, by, played that one by myself. So there, there actually was a couple other games. There was Unravel and Unravel Two. That was strictly local, just like Cuphead true. was. Yeah, and I was actually, uh, I'm gonna sound like a complete hypocrite, but um, I was actually looking forward to playing Unravel Two with a friend. And when we both realized that it's local only, we were like, "Oh shit! Now what?" You know. But it, like, it sucks because like we don't want to sound like hypocrites here because we're not we're we're totally totally based and unbiased but um <laughs> like don't get me wrong like <laughs> I, I i i like online games too like i i think that should be integrated regardless yeah. if it's a couch no. co-op or not but i also don't think that a game specifically should just be local either like take like like with cuphead and unravel too like i don't think it just specifically should have been localized i think they should have had the online features day one it's hard nowadays because of obviously like they, we have the whole quarantining things and once again companies do want to make money so like honestly like i feel like sometimes game companies try to make their games even like the couch co-ops like one player like i've even played battle block theater as one player it's 100 percent possible to play it by yourself is it as fun no i i think Obviously, the magic comes when when you start playing with someone else. I had way more fun playing Cuphead, playing with someone else, and we were both dying and struggling. We had the revive system than I did by myself, because it's just more fun to play. Yeah, but yeah, that, that, that's that, that was my question. I wanted to see just like just just how you thought, like what 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 your thinking process was on with the whole. If companies should leave it in, if they should take it out, they should cater to it, not cater to it, but. So. Yeah. Well, it looks like we're coming to an end of our podcast. But before we go, we have a segment that what we're going to be playing for the next week or whenever we're going to be recording the next episode. We're thinking about bi-weekly, by the way, a bi-weekly podcast seems seems most suited so we can get the most uh, news and so we can get fully prepared for the yeah. next episode so uh, for, for now it's it's going to be bi-weekly um but uh we were actually talking about this earlier if anything major happens you better believe we'll have like a short episode come out if it's big enough yeah it, it's like it's big enough if if we're talking it's massive news comes out we will 
we will record we'll the day it happens and we'll post we it. Doing. We're gonna yeah. drop whatever we are doing. We will, we will, we will give you guys the news that you deserve. Yes, yes, we will. So, Christian, what are you gonna be playing for this week? So, it, it's gonna be a mixture of two games here because yeah. the game that I want to play doesn't come out yet. But no. for right now, I definitely do want to dive more into the Halo Infinite multiplayer. I never uh... played. I never played the Halo multiplayers before. Like I always was just a campaign guy. Are you serious? Only... You've never played the the invaded with the energy sword and everything? Nope. I was strictly I only played campaign for every single Halo game. Halo. That was my favorite mode in Halo. So I want to take like a deeper dive into this multiplayer for now. And like I want to get like a good solid feel for it. And then obviously talk about it in a couple weeks. And then the big game that I am actually really excited for and my inner child is coming out. Boy. Gen 4 remakes for Pokemon. Uh... Comes out Friday. Your boy has... Uh, Diamond pre-ordered. I'm gonna be playing that, and you better believe it. I'm gonna beat it within a couple days because that's if all I'm gonna, I'm gonna get be playing. It yet. I'm still on the fence. Uh, just, just wait till our next episode, and you'll and know I'll whether to, to. I'll have, have to wait. To, I'm more excited for, and I don't want to bring up other stuff, but I'm more excited for the Legends one, the one that looks like yes. Breath of the Wild, the one where we can that sneak looks around. Good. Good. That was like so much more fun, where you can just throw Pokeballs at pokemon yeah. so i've wanted to do that for years just just chuck someone don't even have to get into a battle just chuck it and run yeah, once uh once we get more info on that we'll definitely talk about it more but we're like a year out from that game anyway so yeah yeah, yeah fortunate that's, news that's what i'll be doing halo infinite and diamond that's what i'll be playing well this week i'm gonna be playing a game that i shit talked on way before in the episode i'm gonna be playing Assassin's Creed Rogue. Uh, oh my I god, think. you're gonna play it? I'm playing it. I'm playing it. I just started it today. Uh, so far, uh, the voice acting sucks, but <laughs> it's it's abysmal the voice acting. But I don't know. I'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um. So yeah, Sounds good. That does it for us. On this episode of Extra Life, um, thank you all for listening and enjoying our podcast. And we'll see you in the coming weeks. Yes, thank you all again for tuning in the first time and hopefully tuning in for the next ones. So, thank you. Take care, guys. Later. Later.